What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And today we have the final episode of our NFL Mock Draft Series. And today we will be talking about picks 21 through 32. So let's start here with the 21st pick with, at the moment, the Philadelphia Eagles do own this pick. Yeah, um, here I have the Eagles in really big need of a wide receiver. Uh, as you could guys tell, I, um, Alshon Jeffrey is very injury-prone. And I actually really like Alshon Jeffrey as a player, but I think they need a very good, young, up-and-coming, and proven um, wide receiver because they are competing to make the playoffs. So here I have Justin Jefferson out of LSU, and he had a very good quarterback, uh, Joe Burrow, throw him the ball this year. And I think Carson Wentz can do the same, and I think he can have an, an 800-yard rookie season debut. Or not debut, but rookie season. Yeah, at uh, 21, I have uh, the Seahawks actually trading with the Eagles. I have the Seahawks trading up from 27 to 21. And I believe the Seahawks want to grab expensive end A.J. Epinesa from Iowa. And I think this will be an interesting pick, depending on whether Jadavion Clowney re-signs with them. Right now, Jadavion Clowney is a free agent. So if he doesn't re-sign with them, I think maybe they go the defensive end route with A.J. Epinesa, who I believe would be the best defensive lineman on the board at that time. Yeah, I did have Justin Jefferson uh, getting actually having the Eagles trade out for him earlier. So we're, I'm actually picking for the Broncos here, and I think they're in need of a, another – I think they want to bolster that defensive lineman because I think they have their future with Melvin Gordon, Drew Locke, and Cortland Sutton set on the offensive skill positions. So I think they'll go with the defensive end, A.J. Ependessa out of Iowa here. Yeah, moving on Great. now. Um, before we move on, didn't they just draft Bradley Chubb up the middle um, on that defensive line? So I actually really like that pick of that one-two punch from Bradley Chubb to A.J. Epinesa. So I actually really like that pick. Thank you very much, Elliot. So They also have Von Miller, just yeah, to add. Just to add to their – yeah, they just need they, – they, they always could use more defense just because they like to have one of the best defenses in the league. But moving on now to the number 22 overall pick where we do – where the Vikings right now do own this pick. Yeah, here I have the Vikings taking Kenneth Murray, linebacker. Um, I could honestly see a little rebuild from the Vikings already getting rid of a main piece in Stephon, D- Stephon Diggs. So I could see them trading a guy like um, a guy like Everson Griffin or someone for a bunch of picks. And so here's why I have them taking Kenneth Murray, linebacker out of Oklahoma, I believe, and. Is a very proven player, and that's why I lo- really like this. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, they're they're competing to win the NFC North, but most likely they're not going to win it because the Packers are there. And um, I think Kenneth Murray is a great pick for this team, and will fit right in um, with that Mike Zimmer defense. 
Yeah, uh, with the Vikings at 22, I believe they'll draft uh, Jeff Gladney out of uh, TCU. He's a quarterback, and he's a very physical quarterback, which I really like. And I think uh, with all uh, the departures the Vikings had at cornerback this year with Trey Waynes, Xavier Rhodes, among others, I just believe that uh, the Vikings really need uh, to draft a cornerback here and go defensive route. So I think uh, Jeff Gladney is a very physical cornerback, as I mentioned, and I think they really need that. Yeah, I did have another trade here where I mentioned it in the first uh, or in the last video where I had the Vikings trading up to take Denzel Mims, a replacement for Stefan Diggs, who was recently traded. So I have the Cowboys picking here, and I think the, the Cowboys are going to want to booster that defense. Um, since Sean Lee is getting old, I think they need to replace him. And I think uh, the best linebacker right now on the board would be Clavon Chasen, outside linebacker out of LSU. Yeah. Um. Anything else to say, Henry, about Clavon? No, I think it's, in my opinion, it's a. Uh, he's without a doubt the best linebacker in this class. Or wait, no, not best linebacker. Best linebacker that would be left on the board. Yeah, uh, you do have Isaiah Simmons and other great prospects. But let's move on to uh, where I believe that New England holds this pick currently. But on my draft, I actually have Dallas trading down with New England, as I mentioned earlier. Um, where New England took Jordan Love at the 16th pick. But, um, yeah, here's where I have Trayvon Diggs going. Cornerback uh, out of Alabama. Uh, his senior season, he had... A very good one. Uh, three interceptions, which for in college is great. And he shows so much upside and is very physical on the field. And Dallas losing uh, Byron Jones. Or is that how you pronounce it? Byron? Byron? Byron Jones to Miami. I think he will fit perfectly in that uh, secondary. Yeah, uh, for the Patriots here, I have them drafting... Patrick Queen, linebacker out of LSU. And uh, Patrick Queen is probably one of the best athletes in this draft. He's sideline to sideline speed. And I think the Patriots could use a good linebacker now with the departure of uh, Jamie Collins. And I think the linebacker crew has not really, is not the same since uh, their uh, early 2010 Super Bowls. Like, yeah, so I think. Uh, to rebuild that linebacker core, I think Patrick Queen, one of the best athletes in this draft, would be a great fit there in New England. Yeah, uh, I do, surprisingly, have the Patriots staying at this pick and taking, uh, I think they need to, I think their linebacker core, you're not giving them enough credit, Andrew, But I, so I think they're going to take a defensive lineman as they've lost a lot of pieces on that line um, in these last few years, and I think they're going to take Yatur Gross Matos, defensive end out of Penn State, which I think um, he's maybe not the best linebacker or the best defensive end left in this uh, class, but I think he he fits the Patriots better than anybody left, and he has that fit, and he's the type of guy that Bill Belichick's going to want on his team. Adding on to what Andrew said, um, the Patriots did lose a really good piece that I like in Kyle Van Oy. So I think that pick that Andrew made is a great one because they need linebacker help. Yeah, moving on now to the 24th pick where we where the New Orleans Saints do own this pick. 
I'm go- I'll start here, and I think um, the Saints have a solid offense, and I don't think there's any bit anywhere they can improve. And I think they have a very, very good secondary, and they have Cameron Jordan on that defensive line. And I think the one part they're lacking is in that linebacking core, and I think Kenneth Murray is the best linebacker left. So I think the Saints will draft him here at 24. Yeah, uh, here at 24, I had a trade. I had the Saints actually trading up with the Raiders earlier. So I have the Raiders falling back to this spot here at 24. And I have the Raiders selecting Christian Fulton out of uh, cornerback out of LSU. And I think uh, the Raiders really need a cornerback. They need to up their pass defense because I really think that's uh, a real struggle with them. And I think they could start there with uh, Christian Fulton. And I think he's had a kind of up-and-down year last year at LSU, but I really think he has the potential to be an elite quarterback, cornerback at, uh, uh, in the NFL. Um, yeah, here's the Saints, as um, Henry mentioned earlier, they have an outstanding offense and a very young and upgrowing one. And their secondary is very pleasantly surprising, in my opinion. They rebuilt that secondary very quickly and very well. And so I think they need help in the front seven. So here's why I have them taking Julian Aquara, a defensive end out of New, uh, sorry guys, uh, Notre Dame, sorry, um, it's just blanked. And this guy is big. Now he's 6'4", 252 pounds. And he has really long arms is what I really like about him. And he's quick off the line. And I think the Saints need someone along Cameron Jordan to really get in on the quarterback. I want to mention one thing, Elliot. I don't think um, long arms really matters as much in football as it does in basketball because you're not blocking. I guess you you are knocking down passes, but I don't think you're blocking shots as uh as much as you are in basketball. Um, I just think that it really helps to get the offensive linemen off of you. A really big move in football is the swim move, as defensive linemen know. Uh, and I think really long arms can help kind of shed the block, and I think it's going to help. Uh, yeah, moving on now to the... 25th pick where the Vikings do own this pick. I actually did have a trade here and I had the Cowboys picking up this pick from the Vikings along with this 22nd pick where I had them taking Clavon Chasen. But Travis Frederick did recently retire for the Cowboys and I think they want to fill out that line. Um, And I think uh, although this player I don't really want them to take just because I don't like the college he goes to, I think it makes the most sense to take Caesar Ruse center out of the college that must not be named. Um, Michigan, for all you viewers who don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have the Vikings taking a wide receiver here, and most mock drafts have him going in the second round, third round. But Denzel Mims, I think, is a proven wide receiver from the University of Baylor. Um, and... The Vikings, as I mentioned earlier, I think will start to rebuild a little bit, but he has proven enough that he can, that he can um, improve a franchise, a franchise. Sorry, right away, and this this pick I think just makes so much more sense than a different pick like a Lavisca Chanel. 
So I really like Denzel Mims here at 25 for this. Yeah, Elliot, just to add to that, I really like Denzel Mims, and he actually uh, proved himself at the Combine very well, and he also had a really good uh, year at Baylor last year, so I think that's a great player, and I think he's loaded with potential. But for me, at pick number 25, I have the Vikings uh, selecting edge rusher uh, Yeter Gross Matos out of Penn State, and I think he's just a true physical specimen. I think he's just loaded with potential, and uh, with the uh, departures of Linval Joseph and Everson Griffin, who is now a free agent on that defensive line, I think uh, Yuter Gross Matos will be a great fit for them if they can develop him right. Yeah, moving on now to the 26th pick where the Dolphins own this pick. I have the, uh, the Lions trading for this pick along with having the number 5th overall pick and the Dolphins receive the 3rd pick. And I have the Lions filling out that linebacking core because it is a very aging one with Patrick Queen, linebacker out of LSU. And I think um I think it just they have they have to they whether they like Patrick Queen or not, um I think he's he's the type of guy that it's more out of a position need rather than a player need and I think he fits the Lions better than any of the linebackers left. Sorry, guys, I was muted. But I have the Dolphins taking here at 26, I believe it is. Uh, Yatur Gross Matos, defensive end out of Penn State, as Andrew mentioned earlier, is full of potential. And um, I really like that he didn't run the 40-yard dash because I think he is on the slower side of this of these linemen in or defensive linemen in this draft. But I think he is the, he has a great upside and... I think this is he's going to pick right in Miami. Yeah, and uh, Elliot, Yatur Gross Matos is on the bigger side of the linemen, defensive linemen in this class. He is 6'5 and 266 pounds. So that, that was definitely a smart decision for him to run a 40 because I don't think he's the fastest lineman. So I think that just would have hurt his draft stock, but he's definitely loaded with potential. And I think at uh, pick 26, I have the Dolphins here, and I have them selecting Josh Jones, offensive lineman out of Houston. And I think Jones had an outstanding season this year for Houston, and that carried all over to the Senior Bowl. And he just has the type of strength and athleticism that perfectly translates to the NFL. And earlier in this mock draft, I had uh, the Dolphins taking, I believe, uh, Xavier McKinney, Xavier McKinney, yeah, and I think that they don't really need uh, any more defensive backs, and I don't think uh, they need any more people on the defensive uh, side of the ball, so I really think they need to improve that uh, pass protection for uh, who I believe their quarterback of the future, Tua, Tua Tagovailoa, so I think Josh Jones is perfect here at this 26 spot. Yeah, moving on now to the 27th pick, where, quick note before I make this pick, I do have the Seahawks trading down because I think there's a common theme and the Seahawks have traded down or have not stayed in the same spot um, in the, like, the last five years. And I think they're going to trade down once again to the Chiefs, who I think are in need of an offensive lineman. And I think they're going to take Ezra Cleveland offensive tackle out of Boise State and I think he's he's although he's not 
the physical s- specimen that some of these other guys are. I think he just he's he's going to be solid for the Chiefs who don't need anything special because they were the Super Bowl winners, and I think they're just going to get a solid player in Ezra Cleveland. Yeah, uh, here I have the you at the Kansas City Chiefs there taking from the Seahawks. Yes. Yes. So here it's the Seahawks picks. I have them taking Christian Fuller or sorry, sorry Christian Christian Fulton, um, cornerback. And the Seahawks' offense is very proven as we saw in the past season. But that defense, I think, really needs some help. Because they have some powerhouse offenses in their division, like the San Francisco 49ers, who I think have a great offense. And um, I think Christian Fulton can make an impact right away on this Seahawks team. Yeah, in this spot, I had the Seahawks actually trading up to the Eagles at 21 earlier. So I have the Eagles here at 27, and I think they draft a well-needed wide receiver in Justin Jefferson. And I think Justin Jefferson, he had a really good combine. I'm pretty sure he ran a 4-4-3, 40-yard uh, dash, which is crazy for his size. He's six foot one, 202. He's over that 200-pound uh, mark. So I think he's just a monster in the slot. But the interesting part is he can also play outside too. So I think... Uh, Plus, this is more of a little bit of a position pick for the Eagles. I think they desperately need a wide receiver. They had real struggles at that position last year, so I think Justin Jefferson is a great fit. Just to add a little bit on to yours, Andrew, um, when I see Justin Jefferson, he kind of has the build of an Alshon Jeffrey, just a little bit smaller. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I think uh, Justin Jefferson is a little more of a speedster. The difference between those two players is Alshon Jeffrey was a little more of an outside wide receiver when Justin Jefferson is a little more of a slot wide receiver. So I think uh, Justin Jefferson's just a little more smaller and quicker. But besides that, they're both very talented wide receivers. So I see where you're coming from from that. Yeah, moving on now to the 28th pick. Uh, this is a very bit of a surprising pick. I have the Baltimore Ravens selecting Jonathan Taylor, running back out of Wisconsin here. And I think they're going to tr- take him here because I don't think any of these young running backs they have have a, fu- have a bright future with the Ravens. And I think Mark Ingram's getting old, and I think they're going to want a guy to replace him. And Jonathan Taylor, in my opinion, is the best running back in this draft, as he did have three straight 2,000-yard seasons and 15-year touchdown seasons for Wisconsin I think that just shows that he's the best runner in this draft and he started to prove last year that he was a very good pass catcher out of the backfield um yeah I have the Ravens trading their pick here to the Kansas City Chiefs um and I have the Chiefs taking Grant Dulpit safety out of LSU and as we as we've mentioned it's in the previous uh parts of this first round LSU did not have the best uh, defense this year but they have, they're producing a lot of great young players, and I think Grant Delpit is definitely on the top of those. And Grant Delpit, I think, has one of the best upsides of the secondary here in this draft class, and I really like this pick for the Chiefs. Yeah, um, here I have uh, the Baltimore Ravens selecting at, 20, at 28, and I've been selecting Kenneth Murray. And I think Kenneth Murray could really be the next uh, 
great inside linebacker that plays here for Baltimore, and I think he's just loaded with potential. And I truly believe he's one of the most underrated players in this draft. I think he could exceed his draft spot. And, uh, yeah, I just think he's a great player. But also, Henry, I'd like to come back to that Jonathan Taylor pick. And I think that's very interesting because Jonathan Taylor, I have to agree, he's, he's the most proven running back in this draft. But I just don't know if he'll go first round. And I don't know if the Baltimore Ravens really need him there. Uh, because they do have Mark Ingram. But it'd be interesting to see whether or not Taylor goes first round. Yeah. Also, going back to the Jonathan Taylor pick, uh, the Ravens do have a great upcoming running back, in my opinion. Gus Edwards out of Rutgers. He second-year player last year. So even if Mark Ingram does start to decline or even get traded, get dealt, as they like to say, um, I think Gus Edwards is a great um, is a great replacement but Andrew going back to your pick I do like Kenneth Murray but I don't think he's I don't think he's anywhere close to the Ray Lewis um, as you were saying next great linebacker but I actually really do like that pick because Matthew Judon I think they could fit really well together Matthew Judon and Kenneth Murray well Elliot I wasn't exactly comparing him to Ray Lewis because I don't think he'll be as good as Ray Lewis but I think he could truly be a great linebacker there for the Ravens. I don't yeah. think he'll be good as Ray Lewis, but I think he truly could be a great linebacker for them. It just caught my ear. Great, great linebacker for the Ravens. I don't know. Yeah, moving on now to the uh, 29th pick. I think the there's no point in the Titans here taking anybody but a defensive player, and I think they're going to go with one of the two guys, Zach Bond, linebacker out of um, Wisconsin, or Grant Grant Delphit, safety out of uh, LSU. And I think they just need to fill that defense with one last great player to make it be very solid next year. Yeah, um, I actually do have the Titans taking Zach Bond, as you mentioned. Um, He is proven out of Wisconsin. And Wisconsin, um, if you follow the Big Ten, had a great defense this year. That's what won them most of their games. But Zach Bond, I think, will fit right in with this Titans uh, defense. I think it will take him a couple of years. So not exactly fit right in, but a couple of years, I think, when he's a proven player and develop under um, their veteran defensive players, I think he'll fit perfectly in that linebacker spot. Here at 29, I have uh, the Titans selecting A.J. Terrell, cornerback out of Clemson. And I think uh, he's a super physical wide receiver, and I think he said uh, he goes, he will play great alongside a lot of those great physical defenders they have in Tennessee. And I just think he's a great fit for them. And he's also, I believe, would be the best player left on the board at this point. Yeah, um, I would definitely agree with what both of you guys have. I just think no matter what, they have to go defense here. But moving on now to the 30th pick, which I think is pretty obvious. You could go one way. It just depends on what guy you want to go with here. And I think the Packers need to take another receiver to pair up with Devonta Adams. And I think they're going to want a good slot receiver. And that's why I have them taking Brandon Ayuk, um, wide receiver out of Arizona State. Uh, 
I do have the Packers taking a wide receiver here, but I have them taking LaVisca Chenault, wide receiver. Um, yeah, you could make an argument for Brandon Ayuk, but I have him later in this first round. Um, LaVisca Chenault, obviously injury-prone, but I think the Packers will take an, a high-reward, high, high, high low-risk type of situation. And um, I think he will fit perfectly next to Devonta Adams. Yeah, uh, I also have a wide receiver being selected here uh, at thirty to the Packers, and I also think it's going to be Lavisca Chenault Jr. I think he is a tremendous wide receiver, but it comes with a risk selecting him with the injury history he has, and I think he could be. Turn out he could turn out to be one of the best wide receivers in this draft if he stays healthy. So it's a really big risk if the Packers decide to take him. But if it works out, I think it could really work well for them playing alongside Devontae Adams. Yeah, moving on now to our second-to-last pick here in the first round. I have the 49ers selecting Xavier McKinney, safety out of Alabama, and I think they're Fine with Richard Sherman at the corner. They have uh, a pretty good linebacking core. I think they'll. I think they'll be fine, even though they lost um, DeForest Buckner with because they do have Nick Bosa, who was a de- defensive rookie of the year. And I think they just their offense is fine, and they'll be taking um, Henry Ruggs in the, earlier in this draft. So I think safety makes the most sense here, and I think he's the best safety left on the board. Um, I actually disagree with that a lot, Henry. I think uh, their safety position is great because their defense, you can't really mess up what you already didn't break, or you can't fix what you didn't break is the saying. Um, so I have them taking Brandon Ayuk because I don't have them taking a uh, wide receiver yet in this draft. Brandon Ayuk is a very proven um, wide receiver from the University of Arizona State. Or sorry, sorry, should I say Arizona State University. Um, yeah, I really like this fit next to Debo Samuel as kind of a route, as kind of a big slant threat. And I really like Brandon Ayuk in this draft. Elliot, I have uh, at 31, I have the 49ers selecting uh, Jalen Johnson, cornerback out of Utah. And this kid just really... Uh, had a great year at Utah this year, and he's a physical cover corner whose uh, playmaking abilities are really off the chart. And I think uh, I have, yes, I do have Jerry Judy being selected at 13 of the 49ers, and I think that really completes their offense. So I just think it's no need to go the offensive route for their second pick in the first round. So I think uh, Jalen Johnson would be a great fit there and set the tone for that defense. Yeah, I really like that pick, Andrew. Finishing up here with the final pick in the first round here, I have the other end of the Chiefs and Seahawks trade. And I think the Seahawks did struggle a little bit with offensive line last year, and their defense is solid, but I think Russell Wilson is just good enough, and I don't think I think they'd rather protect what Russell Wilson than booster that that defense. So I have them taking Austin Jackson offensive tackle out of USC here. Um, I actually do have, this is the last pick. I have the Ravens from the end of the Ravens-Chiefs uh, trade. 
I have them taking Josh Jones. And, Andrew, I actually had Isaiah Wilson going here, but you convinced me with Josh Jones. Um, he's a great, great offensive lineman from Houston, is it? And um, proved it in the, pro, er, in the senior bowl, which I really like about him. Yeah, and with the last pick in the first round to conclude our uh, first-round mock draft, I have the Chiefs selecting at 32, Grant Delpit. And I personally love this pick for the Chiefs. I think uh, Grant Delpit could definitely understudy, and Tyron Matthew could mentor uh, Tyron Matt, or I'm sorry, uh, Tyron Matthew could mentor Grant Delpit in that uh, Chiefs defense. And I think both being physical uh, safeties from LSU, I think uh, could be great for them on a relationship-wise. And uh, I just truly think Grant Delpit could fulfill and play alongside the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. And that could be a great physical, strong defense that the Chiefs are building there. Plus, there's really no need to go the offensive side to draft uh, on the offensive side for the Chiefs. Their offense has proven a lot last year, and they did not lose, I don't think, anyone except one offensive lineman from that offensive side of the ball. So I don't think there's any need to go the offensive route, and I think Grant Delpit could be one, turn out to be one of the best safeties in this draft if he lives up to his potential. Yeah, wrapping up it here, we want, once as always, want to thank everybody uh, for listening, and uh, don't forget to share this with all of your friends, and also don't forget to stay safe, stay safe during this tough time because we all want sports back. So I think that's gonna wrap it up here for the. Uh, before Henry, before we um, before we wrap it up, actually, we just made a Twitter account, last underscore take underscore pod. Um, follow we'll, follow us, and we'll shout out every podcast we have, so you can get the link right from there. But that's all I just wanted to plug. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast.